With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Drinking beer and watching sports is pretty awesome. And one of the few things on par is drinking beer and playing video games. But dropping all that cash on games that end up collecting dust after you're done with them sucks. But there's no sense in trading in old games unless you really want 25 cents off your new one. There's a better way. Gamefly. Gamefly has over 8,000 new releases and classics available to rent for Xbox One, Xbox 360, PS4, PS3, PS Vita, Wii U, Wii, and 3DS, as well as older systems. As a Gamefly member, you can rent as many console and handheld games as you want and get them delivered right to your mailbox for one low monthly fee. And if you like a game so much that you don't want to send it back, you can keep it for a low use price. There are never any due dates or late fees, and Gamefly also offers the ability to rent Blu-ray and DVD movies as part of the regular service at no extra charge. And right now, Gamefly is offering fans of Craft Brood Sports a premium free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To get that free trial started today, just go to GameFlyOffer.com slash CraftBroodSports. That's GameFlyOffer.com slash CraftBroodSports. Or just head on over to our website, CraftBroodSports.com, and click the GameFly link in the menu bar. We've all been there. You're standing in the beer aisle staring at the same selection that was there last week and just wishing you could try something different. That's where Tavor comes in. Tavor is the best and easiest way for you to get the beers that you can't find in your favorite bottle shop. No need to hunt down people to trade with or worry about sending some sketchy guy a PayPal account hoping that he delivers on the bottle that you want. Tavor has your back. They only work with independent breweries, so there's no risk of getting suckered into buying an InBev beer pretending to be a craft brew. And it's insanely easy. Just sign up for your free account. Download the Tavor app for your Android or iPhone, and you'll get notifications when new beers are ready. Just go to the app and click Get It, and they'll put the quantity requested aside for you and ship it to your door. You can ship as many beers as you want for a flat fee, and you can schedule your delivery as soon as one week and as late as five after you select the beer you want to buy. And now, fans of Craft Brewed Sports can get $10 in credit after you buy your first beer through Tavor.com. Just go to our website, CraftBrewedSports.com, and click the Tavor link in the menu bar. Create your free account, and after your first beer is shipped out, you'll see a $10 credit hit your account. There's no commitment, no contract, no gimmicks, just great beer delivered directly to your door. This is Bronson Arroyo from the Cincinnati Reds, and you're listening to Craft Brewed Sports with Scott and Mike. Hey, everybody, and welcome to uh, a live edition 
of Craft Brewed Sports, episode number 100. Ah, thank you. Yeah! There it is. Get fired up. The, the fives of people that are here are so pumped to hear this. Uh, I am Mike. With me, as always, is my co-host, Scott. Our producer, Joe, is over there behind the computer. Hey, everybody. Thanks, Joe. Blowing people's ears out. You're, you're with us. That's why Joe is not on the, on the mics normally. <laughs> That's why we keep him over there behind the computer. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. This is Crawford Sports. For those of you that don't know, we're a sports and beer podcast. We, uh, we talk sports and we drink beer and uh, we have a good time doing it. So thank you guys for listening to us here tonight. Uh, Scott, how you feeling, bud? I am ready for the 100th time to say, you pump, I'll pour. All right, well then, let's tap this keg of sports knowledge. You pump, I'll pour. <laughs> uh, that didn't sound good. That sounded like we had some computer problems. We good? All right, good. Uh, we got a special guest on we the show with be. us today. Uh, our good buddy, you guys may have seen him on an earlier episode, Mr. Wayne Memmott. Hey, how's it going, everybody? What up, Wayne? <laughs> Wayne, uh, Wayne is actually the second most popular guest that we've had on the show. Who do I lose to? Bronson? Bronson, yeah. yeah. Uh, he had like 10,000 It was a tight race. Yeah. <laughs> what was I, like 150? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, that nice. pretty solid. <laughs> uh, Wayne is a, a beer expert. He's a local comedian here in Cincinnati. He uh, produces Bombs Away comedy shows here yep. in town. Yep. Uh, do you have anything? What's the show's coming up, Wayne? Uh, show's coming up. We have... Oh, man, I should totally be ready for this. What's what's today? No pressure. The, oh, so perfect. June third, we have our first show. It's out at Swine City Brewing Company or Swine City Brewing. It's out in Fairfield. It's called uh, Pig Out and Squeal. It's a comedy potluck. So you bring dish, and we're gonna have jokes. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Swine City. It starts at six o'clock, and then a bunch of other shows. Just check out bombsawaycomedy.com. We also have a Facebook page, Bombs Away Comedy, for all your comedy needs. <laughs> <laughs> Solid, solid sell. Uh, we got a, an awesome show lined up today for episode number 100. Uh, the first thing we want to do, we start off every show by doing a little poll. Uh, and this is our MF for the week poll. We, uh, we have to church it up a little bit since we're, there's still kids around. Uh, no, so there's this not. Week, you can say whatever the fuck you want. All right. Well, here. there you go. The <laughs> gates are open. I, I was more worried about your podcast than my venue. So... <laughs> I was trying to keep it PG-13 for you, man. I went open mic rules. I think we're at 8.30. It's okay. I good. Well, in that case, be, this is the, uh, the motherfucker should, of the week poll. Well, yep. then, uh, fuck shit, goddamn. <laughs> yeah. Just All don't right. say balls. <laughs> oh, oops. <laughs> All right, well, Scott, give us the first option for the, uh, the motherfucker of the week poll. Uh, your first motherfucker of the week option is J.J. Watt, who this week received an honorary degree from Baylor Medical College or good something for him. or another. Yeah, good for him for his humanitarian efforts, raising yeah. all that money down there for hurricane uh-huh. victims and everything. Uh, but then he went all douchebag with it because he decided he was going to tweet out hashtag add MD to my jersey, or can I add MD to my jersey? So he wants to put MD on the back of his jersey because he got an honorary, honorary? doctorate yeah. degree. Yeah. Pretty okay. douchey. Yep. Super douchey. And that is why he is the first option for Motherfucker of the Week this week. That's like making somebody call you master your last name because you have a master's degree. <laughs> like, I'm not Wayne Memmott anymore. I'm Master <laughs> Memmott from now on. Just... It'd be awkward if I was calling white people master for any reason. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Holy shit. Just saying. You are the only person that does not have to call me master Wayne. <laughs> All right. Cool. <laughs> Uh, your second option for Motherfucker of the Week is PGA Golfers. Uh, so this week was the NCAA Golf Championship, 
And uh, a lot of these players go out and they, they play 18 holes and they do that on multiple days. Sometimes they do multiple rounds in the day. So these guys bring push carts with them because that's a lot to do in a, in a single day. And the PGA Tour golfers were talking all kinds of shit about it, saying that uh, it's unreal that these college kids are carrying or, or uh, pushing these carts instead of carrying their bags. They're like, you got to man up and carry your bag, which is ironic because PGA Tour golfers do not carry their Literally own bag. never seen a PGA Tour golfer touch his no, golf they, bag they or have, nothing. They have people that they pay to carry their bag for them. Uh, and I think they make those people call the master. I don't know. They, <laughs> Just they, Tiger. <laughs> Here, okay, here's the deal. I will concede. I will concede to the to the PGA golfers if they can tell me exactly what pocket they they keep their tees in. Because, they have no like, idea. No clue. They have no, no clue. clue. No. Uh, so they they went all. I want to uh, be that rich and powerful someday, but not have to carry my own shit or know what pocket anything. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> not have to keep track of things in your pockets. Yeah. Like, who cares? Oh. Hey, so you. Where's options? my wallet? <laughs> like we're worried about wooden tees, like pieces of wood, <laughs> splinters of wood. We're worried about counting. <laughs> Those are your motherfuckers of the week, uh, PGA Tour golfers or JJ Watt for going super douchey. Uh, we do this poll on Facebook. You guys, if you guys are uh, out here, you got your phones out. Go ahead and vote in that poll, and we'll reveal the answer uh, and who won by the end of the show. Uh, it's on our Facebook page, Craftroot Sports. Let's talk about the beers that we're drinking today. Yeah. Uh, Wayne was generous enough to get us a couple flights here. We do this whenever we do uh, shows at breweries. We do flights rather than just doing a single beer. Uh, yeah. So, Wayne, tell us what beers you lined up for us here. Cool. Do you want me to just, like, run through them all? Yeah. yeah give us a little, you know, a little bit about what each yeah, one yeah, is. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, the beers that we have, the first one is the Nelly's Key Lime Ale, which is the uh, most selling beer by far. It's a key lime wheat ale, and I really like it because it's light. It's a perfect pool beer, and you can taste the key lime as opposed to, like, lime juice. You know, like, it's not like someone's drum- dumping real lime into your beer. It specifically tastes like key lime. Next up is the Calibre Cut Coconut Brown, which is a perfect segue from lime into coconut because then you'll shake it all about. Uh, but this, uh, actually, oh, I see what you did there. this is actually one of my favorite dark beers here because you can mix it with other things. So we have a Maverick, which is a chocolate porter that you can mix it with. We also sometimes have a Mully Woolly, which is a, a coffee beer that you can mix it with. It mixes with a lot of other things we have. Next up is the Gustav Vienna Lager, which won gold at Great American Beer Fest this past Hell year for yeah. Vienna Lager. So it's technically the best Vienna Lager in America. It got silver at World Beer Cup, which is an inferior cup to Great American Beer <laughs> Fest. So, no, I'm just kidding. They're both prestigious. It's really great. I don't want to, I, I don't re- represent the brewers of tests. I'm just a bartender here, just to make sure. <laughs> I, uh, next up is the return of the Jed. IPA. Uh, it's a double IPA. Uh, they brewed it and it came out on May 4th. So you can do with that what you will. It's really good, nice and smooth. <laughs> Most of the double IPAs that they make here, they have a judgment. They have a, a bunch of other ones they make are all nice and smooth. They're smoother than their single compatriots. And then finally, back behind us, we have the uh, Skull and Bones the S&B, which is the first of their serialized beer. Uh, so they are doing barrel. They're starting back their barrel aging program. And this beer is their uh, Palmberry Cuvée from New Year's Eve. Uh, Pomegranate and uh, uh, Cranberry Cuvée. And it's a strong ale, and they barrel-aged it. And I think it's in a rum barrel, but I could be wrong on that point. Um, (laughs) 
Uh, it's either rum or b- bourbon, and it's back behind us, and it's like rings in at twelve percent, and they're selling it in bottles at the ale house. Hell yeah! So nice. that's it. All right. Well, I'm already through the key lime pie. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. Dude, it's a little warm, this, and it, this is that's fantastic. Such a good drink. This it's is so the, smooth. This is what Bud Light Lime wishes it was. Yep. <laughs> this is amazingly yeah. better than any other lime infused beer that I've ever had. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's not like super. Like you're, you're right. There's not that overwhelming lime flavor on that one. Right. That is definitely no. one that you cut the grass and you come and sit down and have that beer sitting there waiting for you. Absolutely. It's so smooth and goes down so easy. Yeah. I could chug these for hours. I know that's yeah. what's terrifying about it. Is I would <laughs> well, get wasted. And what's even better since it's a sports podcast. We just opened up a Taft's bar at the ballpark, and we're putting our beer in 16-ounce cans. So now sometimes you can get Nellie's in 16-ounce cans as opposed to 12-ounce cans. So. At Great American? At Great American, yeah. So that'll be, what, $712? Oh, I, think there's, I think they're a solid Minimum. 10 or 12. No, no, no. That's, that's not bad yeah, at all. No, that's, well, I yeah, just that's figured Great good. American Ballpark would jack it up. Yeah, not that yeah, Taft's not you do it. Great American Ballpark's pretty reasonable for drinks prices. I mean, not compared. I don't know about that. Come on, man. I mean, I had a fat tire that cost me fourteen dollars. Yeah, no, yeah that's I did not that reasonable. last. I was gonna say I did that last week. That's Every beer I had was fourteen. You got to go to UDF. You got to go to the UDF and slam those cans. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll get through the rest of these uh, beers as we go. And normally, what we do at these live shows is we'll just stop throughout and, and move on to the next beer and give a little breakdown of it. And then at the end, we'll tell you which one was our favorite, so that you guys can drink it whenever you come back here to Taps. But let's get into Upper Deck. Uh, this is the portion of the show where we give you uh, the the breakdown of the sports news this week. Uh, so, Scott, let's get into Upper Deck. God well, damn, that's good quality. <laughs> Upper Deck is brought to you by Minuteman Tickets, locally owned in Columbus, Ohio, by Scott and Matt. A couple of guys are sports fans just like you and I. Minuteman does things the right way. No trying to order tickets from a robot or paying ridiculously high fees. If you call them up, you're going to talk to a real person and avoid all of those fees that the other guys charge. And Minuteman will even sell your tickets for you. And we definitely can vouch for them. Check them out at MinutemanTickets.com or give them a call, 614-943-3000. That's 614-943-3000 for all of your sports concert and ticket, theater ticketing needs. Wayne's killing me at the moment. I fucking love it. All right, so uh, starting up Upper Deck, uh, we just mentioned that J.J. Watt is the motherfucker of the week. But we have an actual doctor playing in the NFL this coming season, guys. That's right, uh, Chiefs offensive lineman Laurent. Duvernay Tardif. Yep, nailed it. I'm calling him <laughs> LDT from now on. It's anyway, funny you say that. Uh, Robert Taylor jumped in on the it? Facebook yeah. and said LDT and then broke this story. Right. So uh, LDT finished and passed his medical exam this week after uh, putting it in the work for seven years. And he sent a request to the league office petitioning to add MD to the back of his jersey, kind of like Watt asked for. Uh, and they didn't say no. Um, at the time he made the original request, uh, he hadn't finished school, and they basically said, hey, anything's possible. So now we wait to see if the NFL will be old and crotchety like they always are or if they'll actually be cool. Yeah, there's well, no Most doubt. likely going to be old and crotchety. If they're going to allow people to put senior at the end of their name. That's my thought. Which <laughs> is just an accomplishment in having sex and birthing a child. <laughs> they should let this guy put MD at the end of his name for going through seven years of school. Well, and that's, they should want to advertise that, that's, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, the that's NFL what I was going to say. Yeah. Right. Look, one of them didn't suffer from CTE and actually got a degree. Look at, at hey, least, hey, look at they're not all comm majors. They're not all comm majors. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not sports management for all of them. I just like that this guy actually is a doctor. Like, once oh, he's yeah. done, he's going to be, like, 
performing checkups on people because he's an actual medical right. doctor. It's not J.J. Watt that's like, yeah, well, I spoke at a graduation, so can I be an MD too? He went Bill Cosby with it. He sure did. Got what my honorary degree. Oh. Honor me. Oh, from Spelman? <laughs> from, like, multiple colleges. Oh, yeah. UC just rescinded one. Oh, they took one away? <laughs> yeah. They were like, yeah, Damn. Cosby, you can't add that no more. They are to the point where they're ripping away Cosby's honorary degrees. <laughs> yep. Man, fucked up. Jesus. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, hope, awesome story. Hope the NFL does the right thing. And I, I, I hope they do, too. Yeah. I don't think, I don't have any faith that they will. But no. I hope well, no, no, do. here's the only reason I think they will. It's an offensive lineman, and they can sell more jerseys. You're not selling too many offensive lineman jerseys. One that specifically has this novelty to it. They can market that. That's true. Yeah. That's that, that's yeah. all it's going to come down to. Is Did money. you see that he put on his lab coat that, uh, yes, after that the lab after coat the was test, awesome. he had his lab coat and it had his number and Chief's the logo MD and everything. Yeah, the, like he made his lab that's coat awesome. look like a jersey, which is that's pretty awesome. legit. Uh, LDT is now my new favorite offensive lineman, by the way. Uh, all right, moving on uh, to uh, a guy who's not quite as smart as a, a medical doctor. Former Bengals wide receiver TJ Hushmanzada. Ooh, he got duped. I remember that guy. Uh, yeah, he got duped into giving two hundred thousand dollars to a couple of dudes in LA to help build their their business. Uh, you know, <laughs> you, it, you know that old story of uh, hey man, what? come invest in this. I know a guy who knows a guy. Oh. I can hook you up and you can make. How do people have two hundred thousand and not somebody to tell them not to spend to, their two hundred thousand? Well, wait till you hear what it was uh, that he invested in. So these dudes promised TJ that they would make hundreds of thousands of dollars in a month. Sounds surefire. Yeah. Sounds legit. Selling no drugs. Way. Let uh, me guess. Selling drugs. Actually, yes. It was a dispensary in L.A. Uh, <laughs> they have a new pot business, and they uh, they tried to get TJ to invest in that. Hushmanzada is now suing because the deadline to pay him back uh, on his loan plus interest, which all total comes out to $380,000, has now passed. And it's been uh, revealed that the guys didn't even have a license to operate a dispensary in California. So they literally vetted just like, well. Yeah, right. They were hey, just can like, I see some credentials? Nah, trust me, dude. I got this. Okay, cool. Hey, man, I've been selling weed since grade school. Like, just give me $200,000 and I will totally make this work you, for you. You're looking at this the wrong way. It's not like TJ Hushmanzada was sitting in his office taking meetings on where to spend his money. He was in the club. These guys had good weed, <laughs> promised him they could grow it, and he wrote them a check for $200,000. There's absolutely no doubt in my that's, mind that that's that exactly how that business yeah, yeah. deal went down. There's no way he's like sitting in his office like <laughs> running over his investments and what do, he's going to... I do yeah. love this idea, though, of TJ Hushmanzada in like a Shark Tank scenario where people are coming in and just pitching him his businesses. And he's like, uh, show, me your, show me your plan. The I don't... Hush, hush Tank. <laughs> <laughs> you got hushed. <laughs> he got cushed. Yeah, you got... <laughs> there you go, TJ. Sorry, man. Just him and Chad Ochocinco. I'm not sorry. <laughs> Ar- arguing over who sells the best weed. All you, right. You know who didn't go to medical school? TJ Ushmanzato. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, John Gruden got his name back in the news this week. And uh, big shocker, he's still a huge dick. We have more proof, though, because uh, this story that came out this week from Chris Sims, uh, his former quarterback in Tampa Bay, uh, according to Sims, Gruden bugged him so much during his honeymoon that he cut it short. Back in 2004, Sims was the quarterback for Tampa Bay. Gruden apparently would not accept the fact that Sims was out of the country with his wife and constantly called him, wondering when the hell he was going to get back to work, why he was not Hey, man, in the hey man I'm watching films. Where are you oh at, man? Oh, my God. And apparently Sims just got fed up so much that he said, you know what, F it, we're going home. 
two days earlier than he had planned. Uh, I mean, I guess it kind of worked. Uh, I mean, Sims ended up starting later in the well, season. But he, that's the thing. He didn't even start to the, the season. Right. He was, he was the backup to start the season. And it right. was like six games before Gruden replaced him and yeah. put him in. But, I mean, that's just the fact. Could you imagine somebody badgering you that much? No, on man. Your, like, Especially on your honeymoon. honeymoon? No. Not even, not even that. Like, my wife would then be like, you, you need to ask for a trade right now. This guy's an asshole. Oh, and good luck uh, with your wife convincing her that you're going to leave your honeymoon <laughs> two days over. How do, you, how do you pull that shit off? Uh, he's Dude, loaded. It's fine. John Gruden's oh. coaching style seems to be bad high school teacher. Like, that <laughs> seems to be, like... Kid comes in crying because his dog died, and they're like, "Where's your homework? Where's your homework? My dog died. I don't care. We need to do math problems, asshole." Hey, man, let's let's take a look at this film yeah. where you screwed up on this test. Oh, I hate John Gruden so much. Uh, also, hey, because he went to date. That's and, that's uh, an addition problem there, not a division <laughs> problem. What are you doing? I don't care about your dog dying. Get it together. Oh. That was a damn good Gruden impression. That was a really nice. good Gruden nice. impression. I'm very impressed. Too bad you're not allowed to impersonate white people anymore. So sorry, master. Um, hashtag. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. See, it's awkward. It's super hey, weird. I don't like. I like laughing at it, but I don't like hearing it. <laughs> Does it sound better if I say without the hard R? If I go massa? No, say with the hard R. Massa? No, no, no. Is, is, is that better? Wait, wait is, this is the one where it actually Joe, works. What are you doing? Moving on. Thank Moving you. On. Thank you. Jesus. Yeah, you're putting in a soft T. Jeez. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, so moving on. 130 years ago, I don't know if you know this, but boxing was slightly different back then. 130 uh, years ago. 130 years ago. Uh, besides sweet mustaches and everybody standing like the Notre Dame leprechaun, <laughs> boxing was also bare knuckle. Uh, they fought bare knuckle, no gloves, and just duked it out until somebody died, apparently. Hell yeah! Uh, gloves were introduced, and then the days of bare knuckle boxing were done. But... All of that changes this week because for the first time in 130 years, there's going to be a fully sanctioned bare-knuckle boxing match in the United States. Uh, in Wyoming, uh, there's yeah, a guy... Wayne just got so excited. <laughs> yeah. And that's that yeah. was my reaction when I heard this news because I was like, if you want me to watch boxing, make it bare-knuckle. Yep. I will totally watch it if it's bare-knuckle. That's the only there's, thing saving boxing. There's a bunch of Irish gangsters that are starting it, that are like going legit with starting a bare-knuckle boxing league and it's a, a four-part documentary on netflix about it and it's insane and it's just like these like irish go-getters they're like pipe fitters that go out on the weekend and beat the crap out of each other and it's awesome yeah <laughs> thanks guys for playing into that stereo yeah <laughs> well i mean get your people yeah right. uh but this is so this is going to be a bare knuckle fight the, the interview that i saw the guy was like punching a brick wall to get ready for it uh and and people are obviously worried about this saying that it's more barbaric without the gloves but supporters are saying that it's actually better because yeah. the gloves were introduced. It made it, it gave it the illusion of safety, but basically no. it just meant somebody could get hit in the head no. for twelve rounds. Yeah. No, Instead you know what this is punched once and then falling. You know what this right. is quite to do? It's the whole NFL helmet thing because people are more likely to lead with their head because they think they got protected. Right. Exactly. But if you exactly. take away the helmet, imagine how many people would be you know more gun shy to go in their head first. Oh, right? if they took away the helmets, we'd lose half of the NFL players instantly. <laughs> oh, yeah. we would have a sixteen-team league. You know, just go down to that. We'd have a one-game season. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, I'm super pumped for this bare knuckle boxing fight. Sign and me I up. hope I hope I it mean. goes to more states and becomes a thing because I mean that is the greatest. Do it here. <laughs> no. Can we do one here at Tass? at the brew pour? Uh, I don't know if we can do it at Tass, but <laughs> let's do it on the Tass parking lot. We can do it behind Tass. All right. The parking lot of the Auto Zone next to Tass <laughs> works for me. Uh, speaking of crazy, though, uh, Brazilians are crazy. A little bit. They be crazy, kind of like the Ar- Argentinians, while we're sticking in South America, with their ridiculous ways to pick up Russian women. Well, uh, this week, Brazilian midfielder and two-time FIFA Player of the Year, Ronaldinho, uh, announced that he was getting married in August. But not just to one woman. He, he actually has two fiancés. Uh, Ronaldinho started dating Priscilla something or another several years ago and then met this other woman, Beatrice something or another in 2016. And instead of breaking up with either girl, he just went baller with it and uh, dated both of them at the same time. (laughs) And if you're dating two girls at the same time, the best part is if neither of them care, which apparently they didn't. Yeah, because he's Ronaldinho. (laughs) I don't care. We're not not pulling that one. But um, not, not only did they not mind, each he gives each of them 1500 euros a month in allowance and then buys them the same presents so they don't get jealous he's very smart about how he does this and he proposed to both of them at the same time so congratulations <laughs> 1500 euro is not Ronaldinho money. That seems low. That seems I mean, very, very low. I mean, that, that's not like buying loyalty money. They'll cheat on you if it's only 1500 euro a, a week, a month. I don't, I don't really A month? That. Yeah, though, that's way low. I, I make that much. I don't think he's worried about it, though. I mean, he's I don't marrying think he two cares. chicks. So, yeah. I mean, if they cheat, he'll probably just go find two more. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what I was thinking was like, all right, he's, he gives them all the same gifts. He's proposed at the same time. They're getting married at the same time. Is he going to divorce both of them at the same time? Like you read my mind. Both get handed the papers at the exact same moment? Yeah, right when he finds out they're both pregnant at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Two babies by me, I'm out. <laughs> Here's your 1500 a month, and I'll see you. Good luck with that, though. Oh, is he just paying that so he can like argue later? I'm like, I don't know that alimony. I already prepaid That's, it. Yeah, this is prepaid alimony. It's <laughs> a solid plan. All right, let's get into the last story of Upper Deck. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers, they got some huge problems right now, fellas. You don't say. Uh, oh, Lots dude. of problems going on in Philadelphia. Something that could bring down the entire franchise uh-huh. and ruin careers. And no, I'm not talking about Twitter burner accounts. I am talking about uh, something far worse. It was reported this week that Kendall Jenner has moved on from Blake Griffin and is now dating 76er star Ben Simmons. So what you're saying is the Kardashians are back in Upper Deck yes, for the uh, third week in a row. Four weeks in a row. Four weeks in a row that we've done a story on the Kardashians on this show. This is the first time we've let up on Chloe, though. Yeah, we yeah, we, Chloe finally. She took takes a, break a break this week. <laughs> <laughs> Line all four Kardashians up, and I cannot tell you which one is which. For the it doesn't life of matter. Me. Uh, there's there's Kim. I know half of them aren't named Kardashians. There's but Chloe, I don't know and then why. there's the other yeah. ones. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so Kendall Jenner is dating uh, Ben Simmons, which uh, now I don't know if this is part of the process in Philadelphia. This to, is the process to like to Trust completely it. ruin the team and bring that curse <laughs> upon your uh, your franchise. How pissed do you think the players are when they see that he's dating uh, Kendall Jenner? That they're like, "Hey, man, uh, don't do that. That's it's already be done. A problem. It doesn't matter. It's already done." 
It's, it's, I mean, it's if it's done. in the offseason, it's going to be okay, right? It's not no. going to linger. No, no. It lingers. That's he's already point. got a Derek Jeter-esque lineup of women, though, and he's only 21. So, oh, I mean, yeah. props to him on that. Oh, is this that meme that you shared the other day? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, this yeah. dude. Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that guy. That guy's not going to last very long. Herpes is a hell of an STD. <laughs> That's uh, been Upper Deck brought to you by Men and Men Take a Step. And herpes. Uh, <laughs> and, and herpes. Uh, all right. Well, we've got the game on here right now. Uh, game one of the finals. It hasn't started yet, right? We're still, we haven't. No, this is yet. still uh, highlights from when the Rockets shit the bed. Nice. Yeah, good for them. Uh, Cavs and, and Warriors. What up, so Joe? That means Joe lost his bet. Uh, Joe was all on board with the Rockets beating the Warriors. And then the Rockets went and missed 27 consecutive three-pointers and they lost. And, man, it's not often you get to set records in a losing effort. But they did a big... Joe, how do you feel right now knowing that your team completely blew it for you? you like, you had a legit opportunity to shut Scott up, and instead they missed 27 three-pointers, and now you have to do five shots on the show. Fate's a bitch. It's uh, very disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ex- expert analysis from Joe as always. Uh, I, I, to, to be fair, I didn't brag all that much. I mean, I'm giving Joe shit here and there, but I, we've said this since last July that it was going to be Cavs and Warriors, and we weren't proved wrong. I mean, I know everybody got a little excited there, and it looked like the Rockets may pull it off, and yada yada yada. But destiny. do you think if Chris Paul played, they would have won? Because I feel like no. if, they, if Chris Paul played, they wouldn't have missed 27 threes in a row. Yeah, they wouldn't have missed 27 threes in a row. They still would have lost the game, though. I don't, I don't know. They I got lemon like that's, the, that's the difference here. Is like nah, if, Chris Paul's my favorite player in the NBA, but it, he wouldn't win any game. <laughs> All right, man. It's Dude, so I said to, destiny. It's so hard to argue with you when you're just like, no, it's a destiny. Like, how do you overcome that argument with You somebody? don't, because it was destiny. I only watch the NBA when the Cavs and the Warriors are playing each other, which means I've watched the finals for the last four years. So. <laughs> Are you sick of this, Wayne? Like, as somebody who's not a big basketball fan, are you sick of seeing no, I'm the Cavs? Excited. I'm excited. It's a. It's it's it, it. I mean, they forced it. The NBA has forced it, but it's it's the Lakers and Boston rivalry. It's the it's the favorite rivalries from the air. It's the Pistons and the Bulls. It's like it drove viewership for sure to watch those two teams play each other often. So and people will still watch this. Yeah. As, oh, as, they're as sick as everybody it. is now, of it because there's a, a very the, the high difference is this is the only. Want the only like rivalry like this in the NBA in the Instagram and Snapchat era where people don't have the attention span and they want everything to be different they, and they want to feel like they have control over it and watching LeBron win those that last game they don't have control over anything. LeBron has control over everything. <laughs> he really does. Yeah. It, like you want to talk about power and like that, that dude can do no wrong. No. No, people are like talking. They would put MD on the back of his jersey without him ever getting a doctor. Oh, yeah. I thought they already did. (laughs) They should. (laughs) People were talking like the Warriors even have a chance in this. Watch them get swept. No, the. the, Wait. (laughs) You're talking about the Cavs, right? No. So you're saying the Cavs could sweep the Warriors? LeBron can do no wrong. All right, Wayne Mehmet is high. Uh, Wayne is super high. Shut up, Wayne's mic. I am. I'm a Cavs fan. I like LeBron. They are going to get the Cavs to win the finals. I picked the Cavs to win it all, and they're going to lose in four, maybe five games if they get lucky. Uh, I said, I said Warriors in six ever since the beginning. I'm still standing with it. Warriors in six. LeBron's got heart. (laughs) He's got heart. (laughs) 
that's, that might be worse than Scott's argument of eh, it was destiny. No, <laughs> it's definitely because mine is actually. I just learned true. what kind of arguments fly on this show, and I'm just going with it. So. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. That's a good way to do things. Hey, by the way, it looks like you finished your second one. Uh, what was the second one in this? Coconut. Coconut. Uh, delicious. Cali- it's, so it's pronounced Calibra cut. It's it's high, Calibra like. Uh, and we've now had um, coconut chocolate beers um, quite frequently. This is the yeah. third or yeah. fourth one we've had on the show in the last couple months. This might be the best one. It's so smooth. It is really smooth. I, I tell people it's like it's if you've ever smelled suntan lotion and thought I'd like to drink that, this is the beer for you. <laughs> Because it's exactly like balanced what it should taste like if well, it were suntan. It's just the weirdest sales pitch, but it's but also people, true. It's true, because you have to say that because it's exactly like. Because some people are like, I like a little coconut. Do you like? I want to drink suntan lotion coconut because then you'll like this beer. Well, Not, and that's see, I don't think this coconut is overwhelming. That, in this that's one. what like, I was gonna say. I was like, if you don't like coconut and you're like, ah, oh, kind of just like this is the perfect beer for you because oh. it's not it's it's subtle. It's not in your face. And maybe it's because we had the key lime first, but yeah. it, it just doesn't feel like it's that overwhelming of a coconut we flavor. Design, me and uh, the bartender Ben Kamachi designed this flight to like roll into it. So I, I have it. no idea what I'm going to get after this show. I, An Uber home. Well, yeah. <laughs> besides that. <laughs> Uh, but no, this is a super good beer, man. I, I'm yeah. a big fan of this coconut. Brown. We just canned it again. So it was on last year. They didn't have it. They canned it. They redesigned the can, and the new cans are just going to be out in stores now. So it's yeah, it's got William Howard Taft in a swimsuit. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> like I one of the old timey ones. The what's, the, what's the deal with the eBay. bathtub with Tafts? Like Wait, William Howard Taft got stuck in the bathtub. It's oh, like yeah, the urban right. legend. Yeah. Uh, he was yeah, so that's, fat. That's, okay. Really, so, what happened was is he was so big that he had to have the White House bathroom redesigned and a bigger tub put in because he was so big for man, it. Man, you know so. your fat web. Yeah. That's brutal, man. Fat ass. Uh, That's okay. So, still NBA Finals? Or what do we got? Warriors yeah, NBA six? Finals. Okay, uh, cool. okay, so you're saying Warriors in six. Yep. I think it's going to be Warriors in five. Cavs in four. <laughs> Joe, what do you got? Wayne's hitting the weed. Joe, you, your team is now out, so now that you've watched the Warriors beat your team, and the team you cheer for is now playing the Warriors. Who are and you don't worry, everybody. Joe will take his five shots in a couple weeks. We're keeping yeah. a PC tonight, but Cavs he will take his, his shots. Uh, it'll probably be Warriors in five. You mean Cavs in four. <laughs> Warriors in five sounds a lot like Cavs in four, but not quite. Uh, rate is... Raid is commenting. He's like wandering around the brewery somewhere. Yeah, Lou the dog is in the house. He's saying Cavs in seven, which is a very bold prediction. Yeah. Uh, so I guess very wrong. Lose losers. It's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be Cavs in seven. Where are we getting that feedback from, Joe? Fix it, bruh. <laughs> Why don't you turn down the speakers? I think that's part of the problem. We're all right. We're, we're fine. Good. All right. Okay. All right. We're fine. I'm but sorry. Wayne said we're all right. All so right, there we go. Right. According to Wayne. Uh, all right. So Warriors in, in five, five six, and five. Is there going to be anything that uh, that happens that makes this go seven? Like last time the, the Cavs won. Half the you Warriors had, roster You dies. had Draymond Green get suspended for kicking people in the dick. Do you think there's the possibility? Oh, yeah, I totally <laughs> forgot about that. That's why I think this goes six, because there's always going to be something stupid in these series. <laughs> like that, I think that's the only way the Cavs have a shot, is if there no. is somebody that... Ca- Cavs have a shot because it'll go to seven, because the referees have it fixed, and they're going to force a game seven, because they want to milk as much advertising money out of it as possible. <laughs> why do you think both conference championship games went to seven games? Take, take the tinfoil off 
stuff underneath your hat, <laughs> Did you please. see, though, that fans in Houston have a change.org peti- petition going around saying that they got screwed and they yep. want the, the officials yep. reviewed? Yep. Because uh, they were saying that Game 7 was fixed Rigged. for yep. the Warriors. Yeah. Uh, how petty do you have to be to get a change.org petition started? <laughs> I'm, petty. The I'm petty, and you've got to be extra petty to <laughs> yeah. go, go through the process of getting a petition organized. Like, I'm just too lazy. That's how petty I am. My laziness That's the problem with our generation is it's not, you, don't even, you can be lazy and just be like, oh, I just got to go to this website. I know. I could do it from my phone, and I still would be like, eh, it's too much work. <laughs> the thing is, is that change.org thing doesn't matter until some media outlet picks it up, and then 10 more share that story as their own content. Dude, they, had, they were looking for 1,000 signatures. They had 800 within the first, like, day and a half. Yeah, that's not much at all. That's I've I've five thousand Facebook friends. I would have hundred people sign something stupid like that if most of my friends were from. Sorry, I get really area. excited when like a hundred people watch our episodes well, on yeah. Facebook. I'm like, sure. oh, oh, I don't get tons of likes, up. but if, if you put a cute picture or something on it or a little video, one day I'll break the Facebook algorithm. <laughs> Uh, we talked a little. Uh, we talked a little about the 76ers and the, yeah. the issues that they're having. Um, what a shit show! So the the real issues that they're having is their GM being a, a freaking psycho. And is it? The I GM don't know this story at all. You don't know the story at no, all. Okay, so the Ringer uh, broke a story this week that uh, their GM Brian Colangelo apparently or allegedly is tied to five burner Twitter accounts. And these Twitter accounts were talking shit about current players and, and unearthing like backdoor deals and stuff that you wouldn't know unless you were otherwise on the inside. So basically they, they did some uh, research and investigation and found that somehow these are tied to him. Well, within the last 24 hours, it's been noted that the phone number that these accounts, at least three of them were set up by his wife. He did own up to having one of them, but the one that he owned up to hadn't tweeted or hadn't really done yeah, anything. Yeah, it was just yeah, there. Yeah. So he's out on that one, but his wife was tied to the other ones. Uh, but what I was saying all day is that doesn't mean that he still didn't have access to them or still didn't tweet from them just because they were created with his wife's phone number. So oh my God. we don't really know. He came out, strongly denied it, and is saying you know Butcher, all the right things, but it's odd. Oh, and all of the Twitter accounts within moments of like the ringer contacting the 76ers, they all got switched to private like immediately. Oh, man. <laughs> so as soon as they contacted him, they were all shut down and so that seems kind of weird. Like his wife, if she was the one doing it, wouldn't yeah. be that immediate. It's very strange, very weird and I don't know why you would really want to do that. Yeah, that's the thing that's crazy to me is, like, what's the purpose of doing Why are you setting up burner accounts and leaking all this information about your team? Because your entire life is surrounded by this team and your wife Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, why? She's trying to force his hand. She's trying to force his hand. If it was the wife, she's trying to force his hand. She's like, I'm sick of living in Philadelphia. We are moving somewhere else. Why are we in Philadelphia? We have enough money to live anywhere in the world forever (laughs) that's not Philadelphia, and we're in Philadelphia. (laughs) Flipadelphia. So, flip, flip, Philadelphia. There you go. By the way, the Cavs are up 2 nothing. Call it. It is over. Wayne's right. Cavs and four. It's Cavs and four. Well, uh, Cavs and four. <laughs> Cavs. No. 4 nothing. 4 nothing. Game no. over. Right. Cavs are running away with this. We should probably call it. By the uh, way, so we do a, a normal thing on the show, oh, the drunk line. Curry's uh, cold. Curry is cold. He just we, allow, one. we allow people to call into our show and talk about whatever they want to. Uh, we're not doing call-ins tonight uh, just because we don't really trust 
people who listen to the show. <laughs> we have a lot of loyal and, listeners who will call up and, and, and hog the entire hour if we let them. But we are going to do a live drunk line. So if you guys want to talk about anything or you have any questions or whatever, yeah, feel anybody free to come up the, and steal Joe's mic. Audience, come on uh, up, step up to the you're mic. You're more than welcome to come up. No and, pressure. Uh, while, yeah. they're, while they're wondering which one of them is going to come up, I'll say. For a minute, there's one audience member, and I was like, oh, we Bro, can't. don't give away trade secrets. There's 50s of people no, here. No, I said for a minute there was one, but now there's hundreds of people here. <laughs> now it's all hot and sweaty because there's so many warm bodies in here. We do have a, a comment from the, the audience. Or a question. Uh, or a question. Yeah, absolutely it oh, would yeah. happen because we're crazy and we just give the microphone to people. I would, I would like to challenge this idea that the Kardashians are a curse. Oh, no. You're telling me to take off my tinfoil. Give that microphone. Lift that microphone up. Can we get ASL? Get into it. I would like to... You need to stop. I would like to challenge your assertion that the Kardashians are a curse. Lamar Odom, six man. Ring. Addicted to crystal meth. (laughs) (laughs) Almost died in a brothel. (laughs) Go ahead. But did he win six man before that? Was he? I don't know if he was dating her when that happened. Yes, probably they were married. War- oh. <laughs> they were married. I'm just saying, I don't see the evidence behind did, this claim. What did the Lakers do as a team? When Tristan Thompson's was- life has fallen apart. <laughs> Think about Tristan. <laughs> the Lakers team, while Lamar was there and he was dating Chloe, did nothing. Like they're- I'm saying... I'm just asking team, where the I'm evidence, saying. where the evidence for the Kardashian curse okay. is. It's uh, circumstantial. Who was the dude that, that Kim was married to for a while? Uh, Chris Humphreys. Chris Humphreys. Yeah. Chris Humphreys uh, cursed. Reggie Bush cursed. <laughs> player. What, what was that say? Chris Humphreys was not a basketball player. <laughs> well, he was basketball player adjacent. He was, he was tall and he <laughs> held a ball on television. He's he close enough. Dribbled a ball in the NBA. I mean, he's more of a basketball player than I was. That's, uh, uh, but yeah, he had a few double doubles on his record. <laughs> there are so many guys that have just completely fallen apart after dating or being married to a Kardashian that I think the Kardashian curse totally works. You cannot tell me Kanye is the same person he was when he started Kanye, dating. Yeah, Kanye is completely falling apart. Kanye was known as a genius, and now he is a crazy monster. <laughs> you tell him, Massa. <laughs> name, I wait, said he was a genius. It. Let's I, do it this way. Name a person who is normal after dating or marrying a Kardashian. Yeah, that's what I want. Hmm? OJ Sip. Oh, What's uh, that? Chris. Okay, before Jenner. that's fair, but it's still because of the Kardashians. Who? <laughs> Bruce Jenner? Yeah, that worked out well. Yeah. Fair enough, Bruce Jenner. I, <laughs> yep. Better this person. Is... Better person. He. She's living her true self as Caitlyn. This is Better seriously person. taking the weirdest turn. I I expected the show to really do this whenever we open up the microphone, so I'm very happy. This is the drunk line live. This is amazing. This is why we can't have nice things. You know, yeah, he's got Uh-oh, it. we got another question. <laughs> I got one. Ray J's career is taken off. <laughs> <laughs> There's Ray J, yeah. Uh, he's done some stuff. Oh, Ray J. I completely forgot about that I just one. Got, I got Vienna Lager out hold my on, nose. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Who on VH1 do you think makes more than Ray J? <laughs> <laughs> 
Michael Ian Black. That's right. You, I got you there. You're coming Network with the star. You're coming with the facts. I mean, these are undeniable. <laughs> we we have a winner for the sweepstakes of uh, coming out of the better side of the Kardashians, Ray J. Ray J. Yeah, Ray. No, before that, he was Aaliyah's little brother, right? Wasn't that? Is no, that... it's. Uh, yeah, I, I Randy, almost. You know, it's funny. Randy. I almost said Moesha. <laughs> it's Moesha's uh, little brother, but no, that's I a fictional character. I'm white. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this show is uh, off the rails. Speaking fellas. of the analoger, what do you think of it? It's good, man. It it is not very good when it comes out of your nose, but no. it is a really good beer. I thought it was good when I had it. I've moved <laughs> yeah. on to the idea. It's a, I'm trying to pace myself during the show, man. Like we uh, still have a, a show to do. <clears throat> You're gonna be out Drink of beer. Beer. No, we got a secret extra one in the back, dude. I know, but that's still only one more. Shut up and drink your beer. I'll get more. Anyway, so should we move on from the... uh, Where's Jacqueline? (laughs) (laughs) Right, Lou the dog wants to know where Jacqueline is. Uh, Jacqueline couldn't make it um, two weeks in a row. She has legitimate jobs and other things that she has going on. Did you see the new cheerleader story that popped today? Which one? I did not. I just saw the headline, but I forgot already. But it's another negative one akin to what you all were talking about last week. Uh, for which team? That's what always interests me is if it's a new team. Because so now we've got Houston, Washington. Washington. Um, was it? No, not Miami, but uh, the, the Raiders had theirs. Bengals had theirs for a minute. So it seems like there's, these are, there's a different team every time. <laughs> San Francisco hasn't been implicated. All right. Because their players are too busy getting implicated <laughs> and stuff, so there's that. Um, so the uh, the Redskins uh, executive Dennis Green resigned because of the cheerleader scandal. Whoa! Oh shit! They are who they thought they were. Wow! Oh, so shit. that is Wait, not that Dennis Green. So huh? that means it's true. I mean, it's got to be right. If you're resigning, then you're that's guilty. There's definitely uh, smoke there if you're resigning. Right? Yeah, a lot of smoke. That's why. Um, Calantula will probably resign. Well, and that's so. That's what I was going to ask. How does this end up with to to wrap that conversation up? How does this end with Calangelo? Like, is he? There's no way he survives this, right? Like, he's, I think no. even oh, it, what he's sucks is even if he eventually. is innocent, even if it was his wife going rogue, I think the damage is done. Damage, I mean, damage is there's, done. The, the players can't. can never really trust you ever again. And even if they say, "Oh yeah, you know," and, and even if it comes out that he didn't do it, it's just. Yeah, but uh, your wife, and I mean, are we gonna have to worry about your wife? And what if, what if you used your wife's phone? How do we know? There's always yeah, there's gonna no be to that tell. thing. You don't. You it's, never it's know. It's kind of like when your girl cheats. It's like, do you take her back or do you not? But in the back of your mind, you're always kind of wondering, yep. right? So it, you either break up or you stay, and you have those really <laughs> awkward questions all the time. You, so you just question your life exactly. The rest of the so time. I mean, I think I think eventually it'll just kind of go, get to the point where they'll be like, you know what? And I think he'll be like, eh, this isn't going to work long term. So well, that's yeah. I think I think the resignation is coming eventually. I don't think we'll ever truly find out who had those burner accounts and who was using them. I just want to know why. Like, I, that's, that's the whole thing. If yeah. it was him, why would you do that? Like, what is, what is the purpose for trying to leak that information? It makes yeah. no sense to me. There's nothing that I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's going to help you with a, a trade later on if you leak that something's happening with this player, whatever. But there's no reason for Yeah, the cost-benefit analysis was weighed heavily on not <laughs> the, re- the return on investment. <laughs> or, or you, oh, sorry. Uh, What's that? Great. 
No, for, uh, LeBron's going to Houston after this season. LeBron is staying what? away from the Kardashian. LeBron's curse. going to Houston. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's Houston. that's Scott's pick. Is that that's LeBron been my theory for a while. Chris Paul has already started apparently uh, recruiting LeBron to Houston because, of course, you would. Why Banana boat. You? Uh, yeah, every team's already recruiting LeBron. To but every banana boat. They, they've got. The it's just gonna. Boat. It's a text message thread of every NBA player being like, "Hey, man, can you come hey, here? Hey, we hey. need your help. Hey, LeBron, you up? <laughs> yeah, man. It's three o'clock in the afternoon. Why wouldn't I be up? You know, it'd be great if he turns heel and joins the Warriors. Boom. Oh man, that'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't bet either way because as oh. long as he goes west, that's oh, my prediction. I hope he has another decision to leave. Oh. That would be amazing if he goes to uh, if the uh, if he goes to the Warriors. I'd be a big fan. We act like money's not involved in any of those decisions. <laughs> should should like, we talk? Yeah, where does he want to go to? Should we talk hockey? Because we, we got a one-one Stanley Cup oh, Finals. Fuck yeah, we should Final. talk hockey. Going on right now. We we're at the point now where Vegas and the Washington Capitals have won the same number of Stanley Cup games in their franchise histories. Yeah. Both have this won is insane. a single Stanley. But Did the series see? so far has been amazing. Oh. Did you see how pumped uh, Washington fans were last night to oh. win Game Two? Dude, my buddy, it was who, like they won the the Stanley Cup. Well, my buddy who was lives, the last Stanley Cup, yeah, because they had not won a Stanley Cup game ever. A my final buddy ever. who yeah. lives in DC texted me bef- like hours before the game started and said, "Dude, it is so insane here right now. You would think that the." Uh, the capitals were here <laughs> and they're across the countries like these white people are nuts yeah. <laughs> he's black in case you were wondering if that didn't give it away but yeah i hey, mean black people play hockey they do devonta yep. smith belly that, that's things. one can you get any more brian apo uh, uh arakpo nope uh, no, brian <laughs> it's brian Akposo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> any more wayne simmons there you go that's yeah. one the um, one that started the whole thing? Patrick? Yeah. There you Meanwhile, go. Yeah. we're watching okay, Steph man. Curry get taken out right here. Look at him. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Cavaliers That's Clay just, Thompson, though, oh, isn't yeah. it? Is that Steph? That's Clay. You got your yeah, light oh, skin. You got your light skin brothers mixed up. It's cool. Oh, I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Okay, so this is what I'm saying. This is what it takes for yep. the Cavs to win yes. the series. Yeah. Four. Go after people's knees. I love this strategy yeah. by the Cavs. Just knock <laughs> people out. Just bang bang play. Bang bang basketball. That's what my coaches say. Bang bang basketball. What does that even mean? Just hit them. All right. <laughs> You got five fouls. Make yeah. them count. Yeah, so the Stanley can, Cup final. Right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it is an entertaining uh, it final is. so been far. back and forth. I didn't know what to think with, with the Capitals coming in. I was like, well, they're going to shit the bed. Who really cares? Nobody about the knew what to do with the Capitals because they should have lost two rounds ago to Pittsburgh. Yeah. So everybody is confused. Yep. They're playing with house money. I, I, I have no idea what to think. I, I picked. That's a good That's a good analogy because it's a Vegas, right? Playing with house money. Oh, I didn't even try that. But I mean, I picked Vegas to win this series just because at this point, why the hell not with everything yeah. that's going on with them this year? But I, I feel like this series might go seven. Also, I hope, I hope it goes to, to seven because so I'm going to be in Vegas. I want it to go to seven. I'd love to see Vegas a win A game in Vegas. seven in Vegas in overtime <laughs> would be insane. It would be pretty nuts. I think but any that, elimination game in Vegas is going to be a, a super exciting game yeah. to watch. Vegas has to win one in Washington. Which will be difficult. Which I think they no, I think they can because yeah, we've no, talked about it before be on the show that home ice in in the Stanley yeah. Cup final. No, no, it and, doesn't and, really in hockey period. I don't think it's that big of a yeah, thing. Yeah, it's not like it's oh, not like the I NBA finals where it's like oh, home court advantage is a big deal. In hockey, it happens so often that that yeah. teams 
don't win on their home ice that it uh, i don't think it's as big of a deal it's the one sport where fans will agree that the home ice thing is overrated as far as you know Heavy, Although it's like, it's I will say, I will say, after it. seeing how Washington celebrated winning Game Two, it will be pretty tough to win some games in in Washington just because of how crazy those yeah. fans are. Gonna It'll be, be tough, but Vegas has been good enough all year, so I don't think that they're gonna. You know what I like? About I don't the think Stanley they're gonna buckle to the pressure. Now. Here's where I like the Stanley Cup Finals more than uh, the NBA Finals. <laughs> Final. There, yeah. Excuse me, sorry. Uh, <laughs> there's no white guys standing on the glass at the Stanley Cup Final with a jersey over their button-down shirt that they just wore at work. But it oh, happens yeah. all the time in the NBA Finals oh. where you get like yeah, a yeah. dude with a uh, NBA jersey on over his over, button down yeah. in the front row to LeBron. Or, or Ted yeah. Cruz in yes. the front row. <laughs> well. yeah. So those guys are the absolute worst. They drive me crazy. I wish they would just shut up and move to like the upper deck. But it won't happen because they have money. Uh, but did you see the, the two Warriors fans in Game 7 that were underneath the or, – uh, yeah, they were underneath the basket in Houston talking shit to the Warriors bench? No. Every, or the Houston bench. Every time the Warriors scored, there were two fans underneath the, the basket that would just talk shit to the Houston bench nonstop, and it was the most entertaining thing in the whole game. I missed I have that. no idea what happened in most of the game. That's awesome. But every time the Warriors came down, I was like, please score so that these two dudes... It was like one dude who would just jump out, like, point at people on the bench. Being and those then, guys. Yes. Wow. Standing on the floor. They didn't even have seats. I don't even know how they were... Like, they were just, yeah. like, standing there in Warriors. And here's somebody. Best. It was the best. Uh, best part of that series. Stanley Cup Finals, uh, so you are Final. out, Scott. Uh, you had Pittsburgh winning, I had Tampa Bay winning. Joe was the only one that picked Vegas to win, so he's the only one still alive in our bet. Um, now that it's the Capitals in Vegas, who's your choice to win this series? I had Vegas. I, and, I, and I, like I said, I think this series goes seven, or I hope it goes seven, but maximum, or minimum, I guess, for Vegas would be six. But I, I, I picked Vegas to win. Well, I'm going to jinx the shit out of them because I also want Vegas to win, so that means the Capitals are probably going to win this series. I was going to say, I think it's exciting to watch Vegas win, but I'm going with the Capitals. They got too much... They, they have too much experience in losing to lose, <laughs> if that makes sense. Like, they've lost too many Stanley Cup games, whereas Vegas has got there. They, they got haven't there. lost that many Stanley Cup games. They haven't been there. Well, Vegas doesn't know anything about winning, though, so that's right. why they can't lose. Right. Wait, but the, see, that's a, I, I feel like that's a false, a false statement because the Vegas goalie is Flurry, who's been, like, he just won back-to-back cups. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's true. He doesn't know how to lose. All right, that's fair. That's I what, what I just I said. No, no, I'm stupid. <laughs> but them I as totally an infant team, I mean, saying. as constructed, I mean, they have guys that have won Stanley Cups, but I'm just saying, in general, this group, as constructed, doesn't know anything other than this season has been a monumental success and we've come this far. Why the hell wouldn't we finish the job? Yeah. Whereas the, the, the Capitals, oh, they've, they've blown it quite a few times, and now that they finally made the Cup, it's just one more chance for them to blow it, and it's on the biggest stage. I don't think they're not gonna. They're not gonna not seize that opportunity. With Ovi and Oshi, though, I don't. Yeah. I don't see I, it's, the Capitals losing this. Yeah, series. that's I, too I'm, tough. I want Vegas to win. I would love to see Vegas to win, uh, but I feel like the Capitals are gonna pull this one out. Yeah, this is their. This is their year. Rates excited. Oh about no, that. I'm. I'm. A, I'm a, is that who you're pulling for? That's right. Lou the dog and JB have been fighting on Twitter, and we've been, we've been. (laughs) 
we've got we've got fans of the show taking side bets and shots now. This is fantastic. We've started a revolution. <laughs> Joe, are you feeling good about your Vegas pick right now? You gotta be. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. They, I mean, they. The Capitals got really lucky by probably the best save in the playoffs so far this year. Yeah. That it didn't tie it up at the end of the game. Dude, that was insane. So, that wasn't insane. That was absolute. I don't know how you're playing five on three hockey for two minutes and then play or whatever one you know four on or five on four hockey for another minute and not score a goal. And they had like a hundred million shots. It was. <laughs> I, I mean, they were just ripping it every chance they could get. I don't. I don't understand. Oh, get better at hockey, Vegas. Let's go. <laughs> get better at hockey. Get better than getting to the finals in your infant season. Yeah, get right. better. It's uh, not going to happen again. They're going to be. They're going to ride on this. This is the worst thing that can happen to the new expansion team, is because they're here now and they're not going to get there again. Well, and, and the fans are going to expect it. Yeah. So people were talking about this being like a, a big thing for the the expansion team and how this is bad for hockey if the expansion team may, wins the Stanley Cup. I think that is more of the point. Like they were saying, it's it's not good because oh, fans don't have that long suffering feeling, which. That's yeah. some bullshit. Like, give I don't them the, care about that. But I think you're right because if they win it this year and then next year completely bottom of the barrel, that's going to be the problem. Yep. Yep. It's going to be tough. It's, yeah. But this buys, them, this buys them a few the years, best thing, though. The best thing for Vegas would be for them to lose in, like, seven. <laughs> <laughs> then there's always something to get to. The carrot's still dangling. <laughs> You never want him to get that carrot in the first year because then, you know, what else, there's nowhere to go but down from there. <laughs> then they're just spoiled millennials just <laughs> on their phones and Snapchatting during the game. Yeah, but I mean, I, I want to see... Damn kids. I, I want to see them win it for Little John. He's, he's long suffered as a Vegas fan. And, <laughs> oh, my God. I love... That was the best when they keep going to Little John to interview him. Oh, yes. That is, and he's like... He is... Uh, yes, I really like hockey. I've been watching hockey for 14 <laughs> years. And they called me down here and said, Little John, we'd like you to be part of a Vegas Knights. So I'm like, I love, I love hockey. And I come down, I get to hang out with the boys. Man, they're really good. It's like they've been working out. Like, why are you talking knowledgeably about hockey, Little John? Where are you? And, and I just want the interview to be like, okay, do the thing. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah, just like, do the thing. That's the only reason we're interviewing. If I was, I'd be like, Little John, do you like hockey? You have one word to answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for him to just be like, you know what? We'll just get Chappelle to fill in for you. Like, we'll have him do it. He'll give us what we're looking for on this one. Like, we just want you to ask what all the time. That's all we're looking for here. Uh, let's talk some local news. Uh, FC Cincinnati has got the MLS bid. The long-suffering nightmare is finally over. <laughs> I am so glad Jesus, that it man. finally happened. Uh, just because it's done now. We don't have to worry about... Hearing oh, the, dude, the I was so... I, okay, so guest and fan of the show, Catherine Nero and I were discussing this at work. And she, I came into work and she's like, Kaiser, you're the type of person who would hate this feel-good story about, the, uh, about FC Cincinnati. This just seems like something that you would hate on. And I, I, I couldn't stop laughing because I was like, why, why is that the case? She's like, you do, don't you? And I'm like... You do hate it. No, I, I actually don't. What, what I hate is that I, I saw the sausage made for however long this dragged on, and it was the community meetings and the, oh, well, you know, this other city's got a bit of you know. I think that uh, MLS handled this so shitty and so terribly that it, it just got to the point where I, I got jaded about the whole situation, 
And I mean, I'm glad for the fans. Uh, that that I'm happy for, and I'm glad for the team. Mm-hmm. But man, MLS has got to figure out a better way of, of going about getting these uh, cities into the league because it was just a shit well, show. Yeah, and well, the, the thing that I want to know is like, okay, so Columbus is losing it, we're getting it. Not officially. I know Columbus not officially. may not officially well, use Well, hopefully their... they don't because... I, I really think, hope they I don't heard everything is the that, writing is on the wall. It's, well, it's likely going to happen, but I really hope it doesn't because I think that rivalry could be one of the top rivalries in the MLS like, yeah. immediately. Woo! That hell is real rivalry so, okay, could be Okay, so here's amazing. my question. Because, yeah, we have a good football team, or football team. I don't know what we're calling it. Uh, they're FC. Soccer. So, no, but they're FC. They're not soccer club. They're football soccer? club or whatever. So... <laughs> Whatever, soccer, soccer club Cincinnati, SC Cincinnati, my new favorite team. Uh, how, do you, how do you make an MLS team? Because you don't have all MLS players right now. I think, I think the players, like those contracts aren't going to carry over. Okay. I think you're going to see a whole new lineup. I mean, you might see a it's couple of the like players for the most part. Thing. See, that's yeah. the thing. You can't just bring in a whole new group of people and like have like one token old dude that's like, the veteran wait, guy. Hold on, wait, wait, you know mean? it's going to be Jimmy McLaughlin. Like, he's wait, the one wait. that's going to that's stay on the roster. What do you mean, token? <laughs> no, I don't mean token like that. Oh, okay. Well, I just said to ask. I said token veteran. you got to listen to all the words and not just the buzz ones. It was a hard end. <laughs> Nothing? Okay, cool. <laughs> what? I didn't hear you. Sufficiently made him uncomfortable. We're good. <laughs> my headphones back on. This is going to be the last time we're allowed to attach Ruporium. Oh, no, we're allowed here forever. They you guys it. got real racial. We can't it have that. It's super weird. Uh, you talking old, about Kardashians? The old people that were playing darts and left. I don't know. They were already going to leave. <laughs> so the special beer, It is huh? 9.35 at night. Hey, uh, Jim, Jim special asks. Special beer? Yeah, oh, we should talk about the special beer, but Jim wants to know why we're not taking calls, and I think we, we will allow a call for one. <laughs> uh, Lou the dog says no, but uh, I think Jim was uh, our one uh, non-screen call. So, Jim, stand by. We're going to be getting in contact with you. Um, you want to tell us about the special beer, Wayne, while we're waiting? Yeah. I, I'm not, uh, yeah, so it's, it's called the Skull and Crossbones. The brewers wanted to restart our barrel series. Uh, they used to do a bunch of barrel aging and, like, special bottle releases, and this is the first one that they've re-released. They, open, they released it on opening day. Uh, it's cranberry and pomegranate Belgian strong ale, and it's aged in, I believe, a rum barrel, but I could be wrong on that. Um, it's very delicious. They sell bottles of it at the Ale House. We have a secret tap of it here at the Bruporium. So if I'm here working, you can see me. It's great. And uh, every single bottle is, or every different release will be serialized with a number. So it's always going to be S&B or SXB and then whatever the number is. And the number means something, but I don't know the code off the top of my head, but it's like a secret National Treasure style code. All I know is I took one sip, and this is bringing the heat. Oh, yeah. It, it is very <laughs> apparent that this is an 11.7%. Yes, this is, this is definitely a good this uh, flight board. This beer fucking around. Yep. This is one that, like, I was worried because I was like, man, I got through that flight real quick, and yes. now I have, like, this, I only have this little taster left, and I'm not going to be I'll able be to get through the show. this through the rest yeah. of the show. This one's definitely <laughs> a, t- uh, pump the brakes. It tastes like, it tastes like a cocktail of some sort. It's like, it almost tastes, yeah. yeah. 
It seriously tastes like when I'm drinking whiskey at home and trying to pretend like I'm in Mad Men. Like it feels like it's that <laughs> like a man strong. Yeah, yeah, it's that strong of a beer yeah. that it's like when if you pour yourself. This is what you want to drink when they're like when they're like taking a crystal decanter and pouring whiskey yes. straight into a glass and then shooting it. And you're like, oh, you monsters! How do you do that? No water, no ice. But if it tastes like this, I'm down. <laughs> I've gotten to that point now with whiskey. I could do that. I don't have to. I don't. I can drink it neat. No, but do you like? Do you like chug it like a monster, or do you just like sip on it neat? Because I can drink anything neat, but I can't. It just depends like, on how I'm feeling. Uh, I mean, it depends on if Notre Dame lost. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Notre Dame There's lost. The key. Notre Dame lost. That doesn't even make it into a glass. That's just straight from the bottle. Just oh <laughs> man, that's a lot of bottles. a lot of drunken Saturdays. <laughs> It's good because my wife gets home like around halftime, and and then I put you to bed. I get to turn my son over and be like, "Here, you watch him because this game is not going well." (laughs) That's my scariest chugging. That's my scariest thing is like, how do you be drunk? Uh, How do you have a kid (laughs) and still drink? It is rough. You know, you figure it out. It's just like everything else with a kid. Eventually, you figure out how to how to manage. But it's rough. You don't. Uh, we do have JB on the line. Uh, JB, oh, okay. can you uh, can you hear us, bud? Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd I'd fire back with my catchphrase, but it feels a little forced now that everybody already knows I'm on the line. Yeah, well, you know, that's how we do it. Well, it's JB. Goddamn it! There, I did it for you. How about that? Hooray. <laughs> JB, uh, how are you feeling about the Stanley Cup so far? Um, it's better than the last couple of years, the actual games. I mean, it seems like with both years, the Penguins being in it, especially when they were playing Nashville, every game was a blowout. So it's good to actually see some competitive hockey in the finals. Do you think that uh, that Vegas has a shot in this one, or, or are you going to? I know you're pooling for Vegas, but uh, do you really think they have a shot against uh, Washington, who has a little bit more star power? Oh, yeah. Definitely. I mean, you kind of saw that in the, the first great, game. But after the second period, I mean, yeah, Washington might have a couple bigger names, but Vegas has more depth, and Ovechkin yeah, doesn't tend to pop up in the biggest <laughs> uh, scenarios. So. JB, who's your team? Yeah. <laughs> what? Who's your team, JB? Vegas or Washington? <laughs> It's oh my Vegas. God! Who is this? It's your boy, Lou the Dog. <laughs> uh, he's he no, sent you up there, JB. But here, here's the deal. I think that Vegas goes out game one. They're at home. They're in the Stanley Cup. It's their first year. They have a lot of excitement, and they did everything they could to keep Washington from scoring those last two goals, and they were able to win. Game two, we see that we've got we again we have a. a Five on three, and they can't score a goal when they had need that to tie. I think that's more indicative of a new team, and then why Washington has the edge on it. JB, do you agree with that? Not necessarily. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they should have scored on that five on three, but it was a single five on three. You know, they're going back to Washington, where Washington loves to blow games. So yeah, fair we'll be going okay. back to Vegas up three to one, and uh, we'll see what happens. Wow! I mean, I, mean, I, I, I think I definitely think it's going to come out of Washington three, three or uh, whatever four to three, four games to three. Like it's going to come out four to three, one way or the other. It's not going to be a blowout. 
That's fair. Uh, JB, question for you, man. Uh, do you have sure. do you have any names handy that we can play a little hockey player MMA fighter? Um, not offhand, but I can I can come up with some. Do some quick googling. Uh, this I'll explain the game. Just and don't then, Google yourself on air. Yeah, and then <laughs> I'll what? explain the game, and then you, uh, it'll stall a little bit. So Wayne, you're gonna play this with us. Yes. JB likes to call in, and yep. he does a game where he'll give us a name, and we have to pick whether or not it's a hockey player or an MMA fighter. Yep. If you're right, uh, congratulations. You're right. If you're wrong, you have to. Normally, it would be we'd do, do a, a shot, shot but, but we'll just take a sip of, uh, of this ridiculous beer. shot like beer. beer. Yeah. I'm almost out. Uh, well, <laughs> good thing you work here. And you can <laughs> I think uh, I could scrounge some more beer up. We'll do three rounds of this. Uh, so, JB. Uh, Hold on, real quick before you get to that. Uh, Tyson wanted to let us know that he's watching from Canada and he just saw a commercial for preseason CFL with Johnny Fuck. Manziel. Yes. Fuck. Oh, yes. Money time yes. in Canada. Yeah, Johnny Tyson, Canada are you kidding football. me? Oh, <laughs> Thank yes. you, Tyson, for uh, that update. I can't wait to... Uh, dude, I have a buddy, I have a comedian buddy that is tweeting and buying as much XFL stuff as he can to become an owner. <laughs> I've he seen is, that. Yeah, Dan, Dan Loper. Dan Loper yeah, yeah, yeah. He's super Trying funny dude from Columbus. Uh, that is amazing. Uh, yeah, I would love to. Uh, I didn't even think about that, like how Canada is going to be all up on this Johnny Manziel train. Oh, yeah. That's fantastic. I can't wait till it's Johnny Manziel versus Tim Tebow. <laughs> all right, JB, I think we've stalled enough for you. Are you ready for uh, three oh, yeah. rounds? Three rounds of hockey oh. player or MMA fighter. All right, round one. Alex Stalock. As a hockey, hockey player. player. Hockey player. Joe? Hey, everybody got one right for once. All right! Yay. Yay. I think that's the first time that's ever happened. <laughs> I think so. Applause from the audience. All right, round two. Uh, round two, Braden Point. That M- sounds like an MMA, MMA fighter. MMA fighter. Hockey. Jesus, hit that feedback. Oh, my Joe. God. It happened. Scott got one right. Wait, Dude. we all got that one right? MMA fighter? No, Scott got it right. Yes! Sorry, we're having some uh, feedback here at the brewery. But anyway, uh, I got it right, and you both got it wrong, so suck a dick and take a drink. All right. (laughs) Mostly the first part. Can I just drink? That's not Okay, yeah, fair enough. All right, round three. Uh, Scott has two, and uh, Wayne and I each have one, so Scott is immediately the winner. Pretty much, no matter what happens. Unless here. I get this wrong. No, because if you're smart, you are the no. winner. Yeah, I know. I was going to. Okay, fair enough. Okay, go ahead. Last one is a uh, Donald Cerrone. MMA player, fighter. MMA player. M- Hello. MMA, MMA player. MMA. He's definitely an MMA player. I, I'm here to play MMA. I'm just I mean, going to try go, it out. I'll go MMA too. <laughs> Why not? Is, is everybody in? Yes. All right, yeah, it's an MMA fight. Yeah, yay, you guys suck. <laughs> Ooh, so That's the first time I've, you've ever I've won. Got, I know, I suck at this I've game. Got, you must play MMA I've a lot. I've got a bonus round for, uh, for one of your guests there. Okay, bonus round for the guests. Nice. Name the team that this, the, name the team in the finals that this player plays for. Oh, man. We've lost this, uh, we've lost this game pretty handily in the past. All right, go ahead. I don't, I don't. I, I, I trust you two. I don't trust one of your uh, attendees there. Oh, okay. Lou are the you, dog. Are you talking about Lou the dog? Because he's not even around right now. Or me. Oh, well. 
That doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> His nickname is Ovi. Oh, he plays for oh, Washington. Plays Come for on, Washington. that's an easy one. Ovechkin, you not drink, a, asshole. Not according to a pooch. Oh, yeah, that was that was clearly geared towards Lou the Dog because oh, okay. Lou the Dog has no idea. Oh, uh, okay. Who he's cheering for there. Oh, all right. I thought you were trying to call me not a hockey fan. Sorry, you don't have to drink anymore, but you should because it's craft for sports. Yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, JB. Thanks for the call, man. Really appreciate it. Uh, nice to meet you, JB. Go Vegas, right? Exactly. Damn and right. You, it kind of got buried in the call, but congratulations, boys. It's a happy 100. Thanks, thank man. you, sir. Appreciate we appreciate it. it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you very much, JB. I can't Good wait. I can't wait till they have Batman themed jerseys <laughs> <laughs> and Batman themed goalie helmets. I'm here for that. Yeah, I know you are. You're Batman. <laughs> Thanks, Massa. No, I said you're a Batman. Oh, what? <laughs> Oh, okay. Not my Batman. Oh, oh, sorry. Hey, the white guy, the white guy was the uh, servant in that one. So <laughs> they just didn't have any black people. Well, funny, <laughs> funny enough, earlier when you said "Don't call me Massa Wayne," my first thought was like, like Alfred. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would. We were talking about FC Cincinnati before JB <laughs> called in. Uh, Someone has one complaint about Batman, and it's that Alfred's white. <laughs> So yeah, FC Cincinnati, <laughs> awesome for the city. I'm very excited for it. I think yeah. I think I agree with a couple things. Where it's uh, it's what? I mean, it's a it's a younger crowd, and I I heard I was talking to somebody today, and they said like people aren't going to play football anymore. Like it is a dying sport because no, it really, parents that's one hundred percent aren't letting their well, kids kid play, sure so we're not getting good. Football. I mean, but they're <laughs> but it's going to die out. Football is going to die out and other sports are going to fill in. And I don't know if it's necessarily going to be soccer, but it's cool for Cincinnati to be a part of it. Great on the crowds for showing up, sticking to it for three years. Like, I'm very happy for them all. I hope it works out. I'm not going to be a hater because I want it to I'm, be a good thing. I'm just That's interested my thing. to see. I am not going to be a hater on this. I, I want to see how it goes. And, I, I mean, I hope the best for the team. Yes. I don't have anything against, like, the fans or anything. Like I said, I, I just hold a little bit of uh, – Indignation towards MLS, just the way they handled it. Yeah. It's very amateur. I do think, hour. I do think the, the whole process was absolutely crazy. When we were up in, in Columbus, I talked to a, a good buddy of mine, Nick, who's a big Columbus Crew fan, and I, it, to me, it felt like MLS was waiting to find out what the final decision was with Columbus. If Columbus was moving, they were going to give Cincinnati the bid, and if Columbus wasn't mm-hmm. moving, they were going to give it to Sacramento. Right. Uh, and that's what it seemed like because. It was like, oh, well, we got to get the stadium deal in place, and then we'll decide. And then the stadium deal was in place. And then it was like, uh, but they're still not doing shit right. about this. Like, what right. is the whole well, And that's here? what annoyed me. It was kind of like your girlfriend who is like, well, I, I guess I'll marry you if this other dude doesn't come along and ask exactly. me. And then, like, the, I've never the dude... experienced is that Did that happen to you, man? Is no. That, okay. okay. Sorry. No, it's never happened to me. I've it's, never had you, that option. You, asked, you asked your wife to get married. She was waiting on somebody else to ask her first. That no, is a terrible no, no. Decision. She was like, I know we got these kids, but, uh, you know, this guy might be showing up, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you just never know. But, I mean, you know what it is. It's like, uh, uh, I, I mean, I guess, I guess I'll go to prom with you if nothing else. Better comes along. Way to back idea. it up further. That's, yeah, yeah, that's where you should have started. Problem. That went, makes it not life devastating. You went, yeah, you yeah. went way too far. Like, I, okay, yeah. whatever. No, but no, hey guys, though, it was Cleveland's very up by seven. Cleveland at seven. All right, here's the here's the issue with that. There's still seven minutes to go in the half, and I feel like the Warriors are going to do exactly what they did to the Rockets in Shit Game the Seven, bro- where they 
You mean in game seven and game six? In game six, <laughs> where it's close for the first half, and then all of a sudden, come the second half, the Warriors just become the Warriors again. Dude, and then they're, absolutely the, they're the best the third quarter team in the NBA. Yes, it's unreal how good they are in the third quarter. Like, you need to be up by 20 against them. <laughs> to walk out tied. To get, yeah, to get to the fourth quarter and be in a, pl- a position to win. Lou the dog, what do you got? I have a take here. I think... Hot tot! Now, where's, the, where's the rap air horn? Get ready for the, the hot it's take been, air horn. It's been bah, 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 absent bah, bah. this episode. It really the, has uh, been absent. The Warriors have all the pressure on them. Yep. If you heard LeBron after the Eastern Conference Finals, he took a lot of pressure off of his teammates. He admitted in that interview with uh, Rachel Nichols that like he didn't think they could even make it there. I think... He's going to make it easy. They're going in loose. All those other guys are going to come in and play better without the pressure. The odds are stacked against them. All anyone's been talking about is how big underdogs the Cavs are and how big the favorites the Warriors are. And I don't think the Warriors have the character to handle that kind of pressure. I think Durant and Curry are little babies. And the Cavs are going to get aggressive with them. They're going to get physical with them. And this is going to be a battle. I don't know if All the right, Cavs are going to win, but it's going to be a Dude, battle. Hang on. This, this hang on team is basically Oklahoma City with Steph Curry. And if Steph Curry goes out, they're OKC that couldn't get the job done. Well, hang on. Let me, let me, let's do this. Uh, last year, it was Cavs and Warriors. Cavs were underdogs to the Warriors. It, it was essentially the same Warriors team that we see right now. Uh-huh. Cavs games. were underdogs. And the Warriors came out and Kevin Durant absolutely dick slapped the Cavs. And shut them down completely. Warriors. So you think this year it's going to be different? Like all what of a was different? What like, was different last year versus this year? The Warriors had the revenge factor you know last year. They had the different? hunger. The other thing that's different is that uh, the Cavs team was better last year than they are this year. This year that team is garbage oh, yeah. without look, LeBron. I'm not. I, it doesn't make sense on paper. It doesn't make sense if you look at the results from the whole regular season. But I think emotionally the Warriors are are not equipped. They're feeling the pressure, and I think the Cavs could take advantage of that. Here's my only thing with the pressure. Can you guys believe I, it's... I went on the Cavs played good in the Eastern Conference Finals except LeBron. If, if I don't, two I don't of those guys show on, up for a few games... But I don't think there's pressure on either team because both of them have won the championship, and, I mean, the Warriors have the better team, and they beat the best team in the playoffs that wasn't them. So it took them seven games. They battled out. Now, I now they're playing the, free and loose. That's like, the like, only oh, shit. thing. Well, it's the Cavs. That's now. the only I mean, thing that could hurt them is the the letdown factor of. But we beat the only team that could have beat us was no, the Rockets, it's, and it's now kinda, it's the letdown. It's kind factor. of like maxing out your weightlifting. I mean, um, everything, I've never seems, done that. everything seems easier underneath that once you max out. Yeah, <laughs> then you pull your shoulder out. <laughs> it, it, do you guys, oh, do you do you guys realize if LeBron, if, if LeBron gets injured, we're going to have to listen to <laughs> Talking Heads ask if Kyle Korver can lead the Cavs <laughs> to the championship? Do you guys realize that? It is 2018. We're talking about Kyle Korver. I used like, to pick him in his freshman year in NBA 2K5. Like, <laughs> and he's relevant. <laughs> there was just an article that came out that was like, Redrafting the O three, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it puts like Kyle Korver at like, could, yeah. You know, could the Cavs have done better if they didn't uh, pick LeBron? Uh, no, the answer no, is no. They no, couldn't have. They there's, could there's not. No Never reason. on any planet and any universe would they have done better if they picked anybody not named LeBron. <laughs> and there were great players in that draft, and they still couldn't have done better. Yeah, there's there's absolutely no way. Your to your point though, Ray. I think I think there is a little bit of an element, maybe of a letdown game here for the Warriors. But, but that's, that's why the, the Warriors are going to win in six. But it's a seven game series, right? It's a seven oh. game series. It's not like yeah. It's and not the, and like the Cavs they, are going to make sure they only have to play four of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wayne is really pushing this cat. Uh, oh, I don't care. I just know, I just know it's going to push anybody's buttons that listen to it. So. Grady says that like, Warriors had grit, and this year the Cavs have grit, and grit in all caps. So it's definitely sarcastic type of grit. <laughs> but, I mean, seriously, that's the thing. I mean, I, I really don't think there's pressure on either team, but it's just it's straight going to be better team wins, and Warriors yeah. are just better. That's it. I mean, it's... That's all it's going to come down to. I think LeBron can keep it close. Yeah, no, I don't think while. any of the games will be a blowout. Here's the again, other thing. I'm, I'm saying yeah, Warriors six. Thing. That means this, the Cavs somebody, pointed, somebody pointed this out on social media. After game seven against the Celtics, oh, yeah, the LeBron like was the only one that was icing down his knees. Nobody else on the team had Nobody else had to. Anywhere. No. Right, that's the point. The point being LeBron is the only one doing anything on that team. Right. <laughs> Which is why they're going to lose. I mean, eventually he's got to get gassed, right? Yeah. The dude is our age. Can you imagine trying to play these dudes? Uh, right he now? graduated when I graduated yeah, high school. Graduated he's, in he's a month uh-huh. older than me. I hate right. It. He's younger than me. I watched him play when he was a junior in high school at the state championship game because I knew he was going to be famous. Was that and the he's year he lost in the to Roger Bacon? No, it was the year before. doing a fucking podcast. Think about that. <laughs> <laughs> he fucked up. Yeah, what an idiot. He clearly made the right life decision. Millions of people are watching him and tens of people Is this the podcast us? where we can also talk about The Incredibles 2 and how awesome it's going to be or no? <laughs> No, Sorry, not without, the not, not without Disney knocking down our door. <laughs> it is going to be a pretty good movie. I'm it's going to be incredible. My kids are going to make me watch it 900 See, times. See, that's the good thing. Now that I have a, a two-year-old, I, can, I get to blame all this shit on him. I'd be like, yeah, he wants yeah. to watch this. I, I guess I'll deal with it. So who did you blame in seeing Solo? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, good. I saw it. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it I ha- saw it. It happened. Yeah. They made it. It had Star Wars on it, and I had to see I, it. I, my friend said it best when he said, he's like, it was awesome. It was like all those other Star Wars movies without that boring Jedi shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I summed it up. It's about perfect. It's like If you're watching Star Wars, you're like, oh, I fucking hate the Jedi parts. You'll love this. It's the best. <laughs> Just watch this eight times, and then don't watch Star Wars again. All right. Grady said the Cavs missed out on Darko. <laughs> Grady's bringing all the heat. You're right, Grady. They should have taken Darko. Uh, Fuck LeBron. They should have taken Darko. Yeah, right. The, Detroit the, should have settled for LeBron. Yeah, right. <laughs> Trajectory of the Cavs franchise would have been so much better. They had just taken Darko. Uh, should we get into consumer decanter, Joe? How are we on time? Should we do? We're All doing right. great on time. We got a late start, and we're at nine fifty-five. So. Oh, okay. Well, then, in that oh. case, let's not do consumer decanter. No. Okay, let's, let's do let's consumer decanter. Okay, let's get it. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Consumer Candidate brought to you normally by Tavor. This week it's brought to you by Taft's Brewing Company and their delicious beers. Uh, so, Wayne, recap our flight uh, real quick so, so that we know which beers we had because at this point I'm kind of forgetting. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, So first was the Nelly's Key Lime. Uh, that's like our flagship beer. Everybody loves it. It's a pool time beer. After that was the Calibre Cut Coconut Brown. After that was the Gustav uh, Vienna Lager. After that was the Return of the Jed double IPA. And finally, we had the Skull and Crossbones, the SXB special bottle. All right, so you're the one that, that drinks this beer more than we do. Uh, what is your favorite out of the beers that we had tonight and why? 
Uh, the Kaliber Cut because it's great on its own, but it also lets you like it's a great base for mixing a lot of our other beers, which is like a next. Dude, level. you have me so excited about that. Like, it's, I seriously want to go try mixing these beers. Oh yeah, right now. So I'll tell you I'm the going to. the classic one is Kaliber Cut with Maverick. Maverick's our chocolate porter, and it's like an almond joy or a uh, mounds mounds. The ones that doesn't have nuts, so <laughs> it's. It doesn't taste like almonds. There's no almonds in it. But yeah, you get, get it. Get your nuts out of my beer, bro. Uh, but yes, so I, I think that one's probably my favorite. But this, I'm really excited about the SXB because I'm really excited about Taft's having a barrel program and having a bottling program with like these higher premium beers. Yeah, dude. Barrel aged is the way to go. Uh-huh. Scott, what was your favorite out of the flight? So coming into the evening, all I kept hearing about was about the key lime beer and having it. I initially thought, well, no way there that Nero, anything's going to happen. Nero loves this beer; it's one of her favorite beers, and I gotta say, it's it's damn good. I mean, yeah. it's so easy drinking. It's it's smooth. Everything about it, it's great. Yep. But I gotta say, I'm going with the coconut brown too because oh, yeah. I could right after the lime, I couldn't believe <laughs> how good it was. Like we've had all Dude, these was... coconut beers, and I'm like, this is easily the best yeah. one. And and Wayne's right. Like I, I gotta imagine that these go great with other ones. Yeah. So as soon as we're done, I, I want to get one of the miles. Mix it with Nellie's. <laughs> or, or mix it with Nellie's. The coconut, coconut and lime, I want both. Yeah. Uh, Joe, you also had a flight. Let's uh, let's go to you. What's your pick for uh, beer of the night? Return of the Jed IPA. Oh yeah, dude, that was a solid IPA because there wasn't it wasn't like a super hoppy IPA. That wasn't no. for for people who aren't big IPA fans. That's a did you say it was a double IPA? It's a double. Yeah. That's insane Whoa. to me. There's no, no way. No, that's yeah. There's no way I would have guessed that's a double yeah. IPA. And it's just the different hops that they use. I think. It's El Dorado and something else, and they, they use hops and boil them to get out different fruitier yeah. notes as there's, opposed to the resiny notes. So. There's no way. When you said double IPA, I didn't catch yeah. that at the beginning, but that is crazy to me that and, that's a double IPA. And our other IPA, double IPAs here are also similar. We're like, when people are like, I kind of like IPAs, I'm like, you should try our double. It's regularly more smooth. I don't, yeah. I don't know why. It's I'm insane not that smart. to me that that's. <laughs> <laughs> it was an okay beer, but the, the name is a thousand times better. Yeah. The name does make it. I love crazy yeah. uh, beer names. Yep. That's my favorite part. There's of, nothing crazy of about Return of the Jedi. No, just the fact that they. Like, no, made I'm it. just letting you know. I know. I, I understand. I get it. Yeah. I get it. You made me watch all the Star Wars movies, and I like them. Stop. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am going to go with the X, uh, the SXB as my favorite beer of the night. I'm such a barrel-aged fan. Uh-huh. And this was one that, like, you get that boozy flavor, but because of the pomegranate that's mixed in there, yep. it doesn't taste like straight booze. Like, there is a... Right. It, it's, it's like a, a cocktail. It's so good. Uh, that is a, a great beer. And if you can find it, get it. It's, you said there's a few bottles left? Uh, yeah, they got a few bottles left just at the Ale House down on Race Street. And I think the price on that's $14.99. But it's like a, it's like a, it's a bomber. Ooh, it's that's not, expensive, it's though. Not, but I it's might not, have to change my plan. Oh, come ah, on. It's no, barely. Yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. good. It's, it's, it's worth fourteen ninety nine. It's standard pricing. Yeah. I, I bought bottles like this that were an extra five dollars more. So definitely a, uh, yeah. a solid beer. Uh, SXB, if you see it, and uh, most the importantly, there's not a single one of them that I would can. no. Every single one not of these, I was like, one. these are delicious. Yeah. yeah. Even when the Vienna Lager came out of my nose, I still thought it was a good beer. <laughs> yeah. Like normally, that's gonna kill it for me. I'm gonna be like, yeah. this. I don't like this because it's it tastes like coming my out. snot. Yeah. Uh, but. <laughs> 
It's really so good. good. Well, nice. it's, a, it's a really good beer. Uh, all of them are delicious. Thank you, Consumer guys. Candidate brought to you no, by No, thank you, sir. Yeah, thank, thank you, you for very the, much. The flight. Oh, yeah. Uh, before we close out the show, we need to, to do our poll this week. Uh, th- so this is the Motherfucker of the Week poll. This week you had two options. J.J. Watt for wanting to put MD on the back of his jersey for his honorary doctorate that he was given by Baylor. Or PGA golfers for mocking college golfers for using a push cart. Who do you guys, who's your pick for Motherfucker of the Week? Golfers. 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 Uh, we got and a couple of the, J- we got, uh, the yeah, fans are split. The fans are split. Wayne, what do you got? JJ <laughs> Watt made a bad tweet. The golfers are legitimate assholes. <laughs> <laughs> solid, solid, solid. Joe, who do you got? Me? What? Yeah, who do you have? Oh, I'm going JJ. JJ is, to me, is a, I mean, golfers are assholes by nature. I mean, one fucks a person. Perkins waitress. Uh, I, I mean, what? <laughs> just because he's JJ Watt, <laughs> I am gonna. I got to go with the PGA golfers just because of the hypocrisy of uh, we're gonna talk shit to somebody yeah. using a push cart no, while we pay somebody I, to carry our bag. I think they're assholes, but I aspire to be that asshole. So no, I get it, but you're oh. a douchebag for doing that. Like not oh. you personally, but like the PGA golfers oh, I, just I sit am. there. To, <laughs> and Scott, yeah, everybody's agreeing. Yeah, uh, but to. To tweet about these kids, first of all, they're 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 playing in the national championship. Like, fucking, just let them play golf. They're not riding carts, right? Uh, right. And they're it's not, not allowed to. Right. Uh, and and I understand like they're. Is worried it an about, NCAA infraction for riding a golf course or golf cart? I just don't think it's available. No, I know, but I just it would be so NCAA if there it was would an be infraction. A, NCAA would like. Uh, <laughs> oh, did you get a ride? Yeah. Okay, you're ineligible, <laughs> and your school's on probation. Did you Did you walk from the car? You didn't. Uh oh, we're gonna Uh-oh. have a problem with that. Uh, PGA golfers are definitely my vote. Joe, Mark, Mark uh, Emmer just sitting there in a cart. Hey, you need a ride? <laughs> Oh, you're in. That's an infraction. School's on probation. Gotcha. <laughs> I would do that. That, 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 that was for Mike. I would totally do that. I'd be like, hey, man, you need a ride to the first tee? Uh-oh. That's two strokes. <laughs> Joe, who you got? I, I fully admit that I'm a cheater. I'm fine with it. and I don't give a shit. You were the one parading as a normal picker. Anyways, Joe, who? Uh, where's the poll stand? 55% to 45%. Ooh, JJ ball. Watt. Oh. PJ Golfer. Oh! That's an upset because JJ was leading earlier when I checked. No, the, here's the, the voting, though, I will say this might have been our best poll because it was close all night. Like, not one of them was ever really far ahead. Yeah, and well, and people are going to vote for douchebag PGA Tour golfers. Instead yep. of a Any guy who gave millions of dollars to hurricane yep. relief victims. Oh, well, when you spin it like that, it makes <laughs> us seem like the asshole. Go fuck yourself. Also, uh, there's been plenty of people in the comment section during the entire live show that want to say Brian Colangelo. We specifically didn't <laughs> vote or nominate the Colangelo yeah, family because we knew wanted. they would run away with this shit. So, yeah. And they're the, real motherfuckers. We should have done yeah. Colangelo versus Saban. That would have been a good motherfucker. Uh, good, it would have been a good test. Yeah, because or Gruden. Big, oh, or Gruden. Gruden. There, was, there was talks of moving yeah, Gruden we, to motherfucker of the week. Uh, but... Uh, I, I feel like whenever we put Saban in there, Saban automatically wins. It could yeah. people don't even read the question; they just see Saban. Like, it could yeah. be like Saban said that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is coming back. And they're like that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this has been a goddamn fun episode. One hundred. Hell yeah! 
Wayne. Sir, this is the best. <laughs> you are so. Thank a you so guest. much for joining. Oh. I love uh, it. We're going to do a little bit. There's a, uh oh, LeBron's hurt, everybody. Hang on. It's over. LeBron's oh, done. Oh, shit. Warriors in three. <laughs> Warriors in three. <laughs> he got poked oh, in the God. eye. Oh, he got poked oh. in the eye. Oh, he's just oh, being, he's fine. He's, he's just being, just a, being bitch. a bitch. Okay. Yeah, he's fine. All right. Anyway, uh, moving on. He's trying to get Draymond Green kicked out again. <laughs> So here's what we're going to do for, uh, for anybody here. We're, we've got a T-shirt that we're going to give away. We're going to do a Papa Shot tournament after this. Whoever wins gets a T-shirt. Uh, and then there is going to be a giveaway. Uh, Minuteman gave us a, uh, an autograph. Um, we don't have it a yet. A Bengals autographed yet. football? It's, uh, yeah. It's, no, I don't think it's a football. I think it's a picture. Okay. We have a Bengals autograph picture. Uh, second round pick. Jesse Banks? Is that who it was? Sure. Some guy that played a Wake Forest. second round pick. Uh, there's an autograph picture. We know stuff. We know we're the best stuff. Up. Yeah. Uh, so somebody's going to win that. But I don't think wins, LeBron even got poked in the eye. That is a really good sell on that foul. Life flop. Yeah. That's what again. Wait. I had somebody block me on Twitter because I said the uh, – the foul uh, where LeBron elbowed the guy in the, the Celtic series, the phantom elbow, I was like, that was a flop. And one of my friends <clears throat> blocked me. Was it Mike Freeman or Jerry Rice? No, it Then wasn't. shut up. I don't care. I got blocked by famous this people. This is like a, a person that I hung out with. I don't that care. Was like, ah, famous people took homer. their time to block me. Anyways, hey, this, is, uh, this has been crazy. We made sports. a fucking hundred shows. hundred episodes, dude. That's fucking yeah. crazy. Fucking crazy. You guys are the best. Thank Congratulations, you. Thank my you guys friends. for Joe, tuning thank you, thank you all. Wait, it. before we wrap shit up, you know who I want to really thank? Who do you want to thank? Alex and Cheryl. Yeah. For letting yeah, us do for this yeah. for 100 yeah. straight yeah, weeks. Right. Our wives, <laughs> our wives are the best because they let us do this for 100 different weeks. So thank you, Cheryl. <laughs> thank you, Alex. You guys are the best. Definitely, oh, and thank our kids for, you know, I guess, kind of I mean, they're asleep when this is happening yeah, anyway, uh, so they, they don't really get it. Uh, but you're 100% right. Yeah, the wives for putting up th- with this they're shit. They're the real MVPs. Definitely the real MVPs. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for coming out. All fives of you for coming out to the show. Really appreciate it. Thank you guys for uh, tuning in on Facebook, for listening, for sharing the shows, commenting. All that shit helps more than you guys realize. Please continue to do so. Help us out. And we are off next week, but when we come back in two weeks, we got a surprise for you. Definitely a big surprise. And we're switching platforms. It's going to be a crazy transition. We're starting the next hundred episodes with some crazy shit going on. Next hundred's going to be even Uh, better. Wayne, when's the next time you're performing in town? Uh, Sunday night, uh, June 3rd at Swine City Brewing Company out in Fairfield. Uh, That's my mom's birthday. It's great. And then... (laughs) That's really fantastic. (laughs) Uh, And then, actually... Uh, the next show here is June 16th. It's uh, Laura Sanders, who was from uh, Columbus yes. and down in New Orleans. Laura's amazing. She's coming back up. We have a bunch of other great, great comics, and it's in the private room. It's 5 bucks. June 16th. Ticket links on Facebook, on our website, everything. Go, Go to bombsawaycomedy.com and find yep. out all about the shows that are coming to town and all the different breweries. As always, you can follow the show at Craft Beast Sports. You can follow me at Mike Berlin. Follow Scott at ScottyK underscore Jr. Follow Joe at Joe Goalie 4. Follow Wayne at Wayne Mehmet. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Cheers, everybody. We made it 100!
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.